This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. The 91st Academy Awards are on Sunday. The Oscars, arguably one of the most important ceremonies in the movie industry every year. This year, a little bit different. Not only because they are without a host for the show, but because of the nominated films. This year's contenders, including one of 2018's blockbusters, Black Panther, which is a a first for a Marvel franchise film and a bit of an unusual pick for the Academy. It also includes a Netflix film titled Roma, which is a black and white Spanish language movie directed by Alfonso Cuaron, of which we don't really know what the box office numbers are. That's because Netflix won't release that information. Now, winning an Oscar. Oscar is a great honor for a film, an actor, and a director, or those working behind the camera. But is there a financial benefit that can be measured to coming home with that little gold statue or even being nominated? Josh Eliasberg is a marketing professor and professor of operations, information, and decisions here at the Wharton School. He joins us on the phone, as does Avri Ravid, who is a professor of finance as well as chairman of the finance department at Yeshiva University Sims School of Business. Josh, Avri, thank you for your time today, both of you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for inviting us. Thank you. So, Avri, you write about this uh, quite a bit. Can you really determine a financial benefit for for anyone that comes home with a with an Oscar? So, uh, what we have found in the research that um, uh, we've done over the last uh, two decades is that uh, Academy Award uh, winners, actors, um, really do not move the financial needle in terms of the uh, success of the movie. So, in other words, if you wait and see who is winning and you hire them, there's really no statistical correlation, no correlation at all between the success of the films that they participate in and uh, these winnings. So it really doesn't pay to hire uh, actors. Um, the other thing that uh, we have found is that uh, what really determines success of movies is basically uh, the director and the writer to a much greater extent. So, I mean, if you look at the Academy Awards, it's extremely rare that a movie would win without the director uh, and or the writer being nominated. Um, and it's quite possible that they win without actors being nominated. And that really agrees with the gist of a lot of the research that uh, we have done. Josh, your thoughts? Uh, I basically agree with Avery, but, you know, you have two different researchers. They will look at uh, perhaps somewhat two different uh, data sets and will analyze them uh, somewhat differently. So uh, from the work that I've done and what I've seen other uh, doing, it's mainly the screenplay that predicts the uh, Oscar winning. And in terms of... I don't of think we disagree. We both have... I, I said the writers, so it's either the writer or the director. I think I know your work, and I know you know my work, and we both agree on that, I think. Right. No, I'm just saying that I don't think I've seen enough evidence supporting the director, but I do agree with you on the uh, writer or the screenplay. And I also want to mention, in terms of the profitability of the movie, I think we have also to distinguish here between uh, two time periods. The time that the movie is nominated 
to the Oscar, all the way uh, to the uh, Oscar event, and the time that the winners uh, announced. And from the data that I have seen, it is the nomination that gives rise to the box office more than the actual winning of the movie. Well, I guess, Avri, my question following up on that comment is, if with many of these films, these are films that were out several months ago, you do occasionally see one that maybe had come out in the last month or two prior to the award ceremony, but most of them had been out for a period of time. So they, to a degree, they've already built up a certain economic impact, having either been in the theaters. The benefit, I guess, post-awards would also come from from resale in a variety of different uh, different other manners, correct? Right, right. I mean, certainly there is a benefit to being nominated and uh, winning um, and winning the award. Uh, it doesn't mean it's going to be a blockbuster. There's quite a few films that won the Academy Awards and never became blockbusters, but it does give you uh, a bump. What I was saying earlier is that if you do win the award, for being an actor, director, or um, screenwriter, then uh, the research shows that there is a different path. In other words, if you're a studio, you're much better off hiring the director or the uh, writer uh, rather than the actors. I mean, the actors could be very good, but could be very bad. There's no, no evidence to show that they contribute to the film, so the winning does not make uh, a big deal. The only thing that I would say, though, is if you do win the Academy Award and you're an actor, uh, your, your salary goes up. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the films will succeed, but the salary goes up. And regarding the directing, we do have uh, just published research and ongoing research that shows that directors, experienced directors, make a huge difference in terms of the success of, uh, of their films. Let me just say one more thing about the director. There have been a, a lot of conversation about women, and we see that this year there are no women directors nominated. So we have an ongoing research agenda dealing with this issue, trying to see if there is any uh, discrimination in Hollywood. And what was interesting so far, we haven't done all the data analysis, is that the number of women who enter the profession is very low. So yep. so. So that's really a big, big problem that we see um, in that sense. We're joined on the phone by Avri Ravid of uh, Yeshiva University, Josh Eliashberg here of the Wharton School. Your comments are welcome at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment on Twitter at BizRadio132 or my Twitter account, which is at Dan Loney, L-O-N-E-Y 21. So, Josh, if, if a film had been out several months prior to the awards, uh, awards and is now obviously being nominated now, what are the opportunities for it, in your mind, post-award ceremony, whether that, that film or that director wins an award, uh, the potential of being brought back to the movie theaters for a second run, uh, the, the marketing of it, it with, with uh, companies like, like Netflix being shown there and Hulu and other uh, streaming companies like that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, if you look at the uh, nominees, uh, the movie uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, has made quite a bit of money, I believe, around $200 million. 
And the movie uh, such as A Star is Born also made quite a bit of money, also I think around $200 uh, million. Dollars. So I'm not sure how much of a gain they will uh, have, you know, as a result of winning the Oscar. But if you look at the movie such as Green Book, that yeah. has not made that much money, this is the one that is likely to benefit uh, most if it wins the Oscar. Avery? Um, I think that, um, do you believe that, that a green, that a film like Green Book can benefit greatly after the fact like this? Uh, I think that basically, uh, Josh is right, that movies that have made a lot of money, um, cannot make, uh, you know, a lot more money, although this is of course, uh, useful to win. Um, but it uh, again, it's not clear that a movie who hasn't made a lot of money and doesn't have a lot of audience will get a lot more after the uh, um, winning the uh, Academy Awards. So I don't think it changed the trajectory dramatically, but it could make a difference. You mentioned uh, the actors uh, involved when they get nominated. And, uh, Josh mentioned A Star is Born, and I think a lot of people are, are focusing on that film and what will be the path of somebody like Lady Gaga uh, after, you know, after the Academy Awards because she's a relative uh, acting novice uh, in the industry as well. Avery? Um, you know, that's a very hard question to answer. It's, uh, it's indeed rare that somebody would uh, walk into, uh, you know, Academy Award nomination from a singing career. So it's very hard to say how this would uh, play out. But, but, you know, she's doing very well otherwise, so I'm not too worried right, about it. Right. Josh, your thoughts? Yeah, I think Avery's right, yeah. I think she's doing right, and I think it's not a very kind of uh, usual situation to see somebody coming from, you know, one space into another, and uh, it will be interesting to see what will happen. What about a film like like Black Panther, uh, Josh, which obviously is, has made so much money already? It's obviously part of a of a huge franchise with the with the Marvel superhero films. What benefit can that film get, or is it maybe even more of a benefit for the franchise as a whole? Well, it's. I don't think he'll gain benefit in terms of, you know, uh, financial benefit in terms of adding more to the box office. And it is also quite unusual, I think, that, you know, a movie based on franchise, you know, is making it, you know, to the uh, uh, Oscar nominees. I, you know, based on data that we have and historical behavior, I don't think it has a very high chance of winning the Oscar. I don't think uh, franchise-based movies are, you know, having high probability of winning Oscars. 844-WHARTON is the number to give us a call, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment on Twitter at BizRadio132 or my Twitter account, which is at Dan Loney, L-O-N-E-Y 21. Aubrey, I also wanted to bring up Netflix and, and Amazon and, and obviously their impact on the industry and, and, and how having them in also uh, has a, a probably a unique impact on the film industry moving forward and the economic uh, impact that some of these films are dealing with. Um, yeah, let me just say one uh, more comment about what Josh said about uh, Black Panther. It will be a surprise if it wins 
First of all, blockbusters haven't won, and that's why the Academy tried this ill-fated popular award, which they canceled very quickly. Uh, there's actually only one really big blockbuster that won, which was Titanic. The other thing is in Black Panther, neither the director nor the writer are nominated. So it will be uh, a big surprise. Okay. Uh, going back to Netflix, Netflix, uh, it's actually, Roma is a, you know, a very interesting case. Like you said, we don't know how much money it made. Probably not that much in theaters. They just put it out in theaters so it would qualify for the Academy Awards. It's also nominated for the Best uh, Foreign Film. So, you know, two nominations, Best Film, Best Foreign Film. But um, what, what really happens is Netflix is becoming, I think they want to become a studio, basically, like all the other studios. Um, the other effect that they have is this thing with the release windows. That, I think, is a big effect of Netflix and, and uh, organizations like that, is that basically the release windows have been much shortened. The whole idea of release windows, which used to be, um, you know, uh, part of the industry for many years, is practically disappeared um, as movies are being released internationally in the U.S. at the same time and sometimes streaming at the same time. So they're changing the business model um, in many ways. Josh, yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, if I may add to what uh, Avery was saying, Netflix is also doing a hell of a job in terms of finding uh, local producers in different countries and providing them with financial support to develop stories that are kind of uh, locally appealing and at the same time have some global appeal. Mm -hmm. So if you look at Netflix activities, you know, they have offices in Spain, they have offices in uh, Japan, they have offices in other countries in Asia. And again, their kind of philosophy and strategy is to identify local uh, storytellers that will enhance their portfolio of movies. So I think, you know, that's another kind of big change in the way that movies used to be produced in the past. But because, Josh, because of the fact that, that Amazon and Netflix are, are in this industry and they are invested in it so much, and I would think at some point, and it was mentioned with, with Roma, uh, the reason why it was in theaters was to get it nominated. Do we at some point potentially down the road, Josh, see kind of a changing of how a film could be potentially nominated and not necessarily have to be in the theaters for that to occur. It's quite possible. It's quite possible that in the future, movies will be nominated either without showing at all in the theater or, as Avery mentioned, when they are shown simultaneously in the theater as well as on a Netflix network. Avery, your thoughts? Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think the uh, the way there are several ways in which the academy is, you know, sticking to tradition, uh, and they might want to change. Uh, and this is one of uh, one of those ways, one of those obvious ways. There is, as you probably know, there's also a lot of talk about shortening the Academy Award uh, telecast right. and, and putting some of these uh, awards which were of less interest, the ones we haven't talked about, for example, the ones uh, for shorts and uh, other uh, types of uh, behind-the-camera awards uh, out of the telecast, but there's a lot of uh, resistance 
and the academy seems to be, um, you know, very traditional in the way um, it does things, but I believe it will have, I agree with Josh, uh, it will have to figure it out and how to, what they could include in addition to uh, movies that are theatrically released. Uh, as we know, there has been, the change hasn't started today. Um, I mean, if we look even 20 years ago, the U.S. theatrical release was the minority, the, the le less money in terms of the revenues, and now um, it's still the same way. So, you know, the Academy might want to reconsider how they define a feature film that could be nominated. So playing off of, uh, of the distinction you just made, Avri, when you're talking about some of the, uh, the uh, lesser-known categories, the ones that we don't often see as much uh, in the telecast, the impact of being nominated or or winning an award is is it greater than than somebody that might win for best picture because of the fact that they aren't as much recognized as as say the best picture nominees are so um first of all i should say there's not much work that we have done on let's say the uh, costume or music awards so i'm just speculating uh, it is certainly true that people who are nominated are very well known within the community, the film community. So it will certainly help you to get jobs. Other than that, uh, I'm not sure if you know if it makes a big difference for the uh, for the audience at large. Um, some of these people are become very well known, like special effects people, become very well known generally. But um, you know, it's not. Uh, it's it's not the same as being, um, you know, the best actor, best director, and so on. Josh, your thoughts? Well, I basically agree with uh, what Avri said. However, uh, perhaps it's worth mentioning that Netflix, Amazon are changing dramatically the way that movies are made and possibly will be released in the future in the sense that they rely very heavily on data before they decide whether or not to produce a movie. And when you have kind of uh, such big reliance on data, you are likely to see uh, very different uh, stories in the future. 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment on Twitter at BizRadio132 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. Joined by, on the phone, Josh Eliasberg of the uh, Wharton School, Avri Ravid of uh, Yeshiva University. Again, 844-942-7866. Or if you're not able to get to your phone, you can send us a comment on Twitter at BizRadio132 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney, L-O-N-E-Y 21. I, I guess, Avri, it'll be very... Uh, uh, important to kind of watch the path that, that the film Roma takes uh, after the Academy Awards, whether it wins or not, because of this kind of uncertainty ab about the film and, and how successful it actually was. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, well, I'm sure it will uh, do reasonably well. The other problem is, of course, that Netflix doesn't release information, which is not very good for us as researchers. Uh, you know, going to talking about what Josh said, uh, the res my research shown, my first paper 20 years ago in this industry showed that sequels uh, and franchises were the best way to go, and that's how they're going. Uh, the Academy, on the other hand, is trying, of course, to encourage um, original work. So that's why there's been a disconnect between um, Oscar-winning uh, movies and, and popular movies. 
and the nomination of, as Josh mentioned, of uh, Black Panther is is a different, you know, like is, is a unique uh, uh, a unique uh, nomination. And we'll see. I mean, I think it'd be really interesting to see, going back to what Josh said about the data, uh, whether they can actually produce original films that will also be popular rather than going with the endless franchises and sequels, which unfortunately are the most uh, lucrative but, types of films. But uh, Avery, then, because of the fact that it is so unusual, why is it that you think that, that Black Panther made the, the final cut for nomination? I don't know. First, it was a good film. I saw it. I liked it. Um, I think that the fact that it was, uh, you know, very unusual uh, a film also helped a lot. And, um, you know, I think they, uh, the Academy believed that it was worthwhile uh, to nominate it. As I said, Titanic was nominated and won, even though it was, uh, you know, the highest grossing film of 98. And one of the highest grossing films ever. So it's not completely unheard of, uh, but uh, I just think it was a good movie. And they decided that because of the theme, because of the, the way it was done, um, uh, it was nominated as part of the uh, list. Josh, your thoughts? Well, now it sounds like Siskel and Ebert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Black Panther. I didn't like it, and I have no idea what he's doing on the list of uh, nominees. That's basically where I'm coming from. I, I think it's an interesting element, though, Josh, when you're talking about the business of Hollywood, which is obviously a multi-billion-dollar industry, that you have something like the Oscars, which is obviously seen by the industry and by so many fans as, as so important as, you know, as kind of the the peak of, of the industry, yet as you both have laid out that there are situations where winning a specific award like this may not have as much impact as a lot of people might believe it to be. Josh? Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. It may not. Uh, Avery, your thoughts? I completely agree. I mean, the Academy Awards are uh, a very nice, uh, uh, you know, way for the industry to honor people. And uh, the, the only thing I would say is that in other work that we have found, um, uh, which actually is the work on marketing, we looked at, uh, uh, you know, ads for movies. Um, if you see movies that were... Uh, very well received. That got a very a lot of critical reviews, which tend to good critical reviews, which tend to correlate with being nominated in the Academy. Um, this is a very effective element in advertising. So going back to what we said earlier, uh, these movies could you know do well. Um, and again, the director and the writer, I think we both agree, are very important, and it helps their career. The actors. It's a different question. I think it's not that it's bad for them, but the actors have careers that maybe separate from the, career, the movies, the success of the movies and the Academy Awards. Gentlemen, thank you for your time today. Greatly appreciate your insight. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Josh Eliasberg from here at the Wharton School, Avri Ravid uh, from Yeshiva University. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 